one, I just started weeping. I just started crying out of nowhere. And I just felt the God, like I just felt God just giving, just felt like he was giving me a hug. And I clearly, he was like, I love you. Wow. Just literally like, I love you. And then like, I started dropping F-bombs because I was like, yo, what the, what, what is that? <laughs> and, it, and I, and I, and this is going to sound super weird to people, but I f- literally like, I heard like, it's okay. I effing love you. Like it's, it's good. Like I, I literally felt like someone was like, I fucking love you, bro. Like I love you. It don't matter. I fucking love you. And I was like, oh my God. Welcome to the Wandering Sun Podcast. We are back with another episode. I am excited for uh, today's episode. I have Cardiac Drums in the building. How you doing, my brother? I'm doing good, man. I'm doing well. I, I want to just take a quick moment, bro. If people don't know who you are, I, I actually just want to take a little, like, just a f- little flex time. And I want you to <laughs> just mention some of the artists that you've worked with in the last couple of years. Um, so I've worked with KB, Lecrae, Andy Minio, Tadashi, Trip Lee, Social Club, Derek Minor, Cannon, Stephen Malcolm. On the Spanish side, I've worked with uh, Almighty, Redemio, Funky, Gabriel uh, Rodriguez, EMC. It's a long um, list. Yeah, man. <laughs> I have my own label uh, where our artists, Tommy Royale and Don Rifco. And so... Yeah, there's there's some names, a few names I left out, but yeah. Bro, it's an absolute pleasure. Um, congratulations on everything that's been happening right now with the Spanish album, with Reach Records, with the Dove, uh, you, Dove Awards, um, with just everything that's going on, how you're presenting, representing the Latino community. But besides all of that, man, what we're here for is obviously to talk about Jesus, to talk about what he's doing in our lives. Absolutely. And as I was driving here, I was just thinking a lot about man, I got Cardiac on the podcast. Like, you know, like, what What am I going to ask him? Like, it's Cardiac, you know what I mean? Like, I I, re, I genuinely felt like that. And um, as I, uh, I was listening to an interview just to try to get some, like, cheat sheets, and then I just shut it off. And I started listening to Francis Chan, and I started to listen to, um, you know, just the preaching. I started to to just, you know, speak to God. And I started to get this view of eternity you know what i'm saying of like we could die today you know like we can go today and none of this is going to matter you know what's going to matter is our relationship with god and and what we're doing for him and so i'm excited in this conversation to be able to uh, maybe give some insight to people um that might not know that side of you you know outside of the music um and so i would love to just uh start with your first encounter with Jesus, man, we, again, we talked about this off camera, but I love what you said and I would love for you to repeat it yeah. of, um, how, how did that relationship start? Cause obviously a lot of people grow up in church and, um, um, and a lot of people don't, unfortunately don't have a real relationship yeah. until they have a moment. So could you just give us some quick insight on what happened with you? How did you come to Jesus? Yeah. So I came to Jesus in high school. Um, but I was born basically born in the church like my family was just in the church like 24 7 and i grew up like super pentecostal you know you know holy ghost fire speaking tongues all of that you know we had 
Sunday service, Sunday night service. We had, you know, a service every day of the week and I was playing drums. I was pretty much playing drums in all of the services, just involved in everything. But it was more because I was born in it, it was just normal to me. It's just what you did. And it was more of like, you know, you would you would see all these crazy things happening and people, you know, being prophesied. And to me, it wasn't like, oh my gosh, like they just prophesied into something. And then it was more like, yeah, whatever. It was just like I was numb mm. to it. And because of the, at the time, the church that I was at, that I grew up in, you know, they became this huge church, this, I don't want to say mega church, but this huge church, you know, at, at that, you know, they just grew and they started doing, you know, like online services, which now every, every church is doing that. But in the early 2000s, it was like the fact if you had like multiple cameras and you were like broadcasting online, that was like a big deal. Right. Um, and so it became that became the focus was like the broadcasting and like the main service. Um, but there wasn't really much focus on the youth of the church. Um, and so it was pretty much just wilding out. You know what I'm saying? There was like. There was times where I was literally like people that I knew that are in the church that they were part of the users. They were selling drugs in the in the front of the chapel, like you know what I'm saying. Like service is about to start, and they're like, "What you need? Oh, okay, all right, boom. Here you Say go. Less. Say Ooh. less. God bless. You know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> and so, yo, and I, I have so many friends that were just wilding out, and that now, literally, like, bro, I remember I went like a couple years ago. This is when I, my, the music started taking off a little bit. And uh, I went back to my hometown, to West Palm Beach, Florida. Um, and I was just at the mall, chilling. And then we were getting some food at the food court. And I see, like, my childhood best friend that I grew up with who got, like, just lost in drugs. And he's working at the food court. He's working, like, <laughs> he's, like, making my sandwich. And he's like, bro, what's good, man? I'm proud of you. And I was like, dang, man, like. If there was someone mentoring him, wow! Like, you know what I'm saying? He could have, cause he's dope. Like he he does music too, uh, and I think now he's like engineering stuff. He's he's gotten a lot better um, in just life. But I was like, dang man! And so I thank God that we moved from West Palm to Gainesville, Florida. It's like night and day. I we moved up here, and it's like. Quiet, very family based, very, you know, just small town culture. And um, we get involved into this church. And that's where I really got introduced into like what discipling it mm. looks like, you know. And I was able to get discipled and mentored by people who cared, who just cared. It wasn't, it wasn't of like, oh yeah, we're going to like focus on this because yeah. this is blowing up it's like no we're gonna like invest and like um like just invest into these into the youth into these kids what does um, what does discipling look like to you personally i think for me it's just spending time just hearing like obviously like you know people will say well you know teaching the bible and da, da, da. And it's like yeah but i think for me is is deeper than that like more like walk with me you know what i'm saying like walk life with me and obviously right. like obviously you're learning the bible um but just like yo like for like because I, I i to this day i have mentors and disciplers um 
I always keep try to keep counsel around me, right? And so for me, when I hit up my mentor, Tiwala, who's a legendary producer, not in just the Christian world, um, but in the mainstream, like the dude, he's very behind the scenes, but he's super influential. Um, and so like when I talk to him, it's like, yo, it's just like life lessons. And I'm be like, yo, this happened, this happened. I'm like, and then he'll just flip it to where it's like, dog, this crazy like epiphany of like godly wisdom you know um but i think for me it's just like yo like you're walking through life with that person yeah and it's and it's not just like a it's not just like a homework assignment or school where it's like okay today we're gonna meet up we're gonna talk the bible and then i don't talk to you for a week you know what i'm saying like (laughs) you know what i'm saying it's like yo like i think i think it's being invested in that in that person's life i feel like that's what discipleship is and just like pouring into them yeah and you know and not only because i feel like a lot of people too when they when they talk because my church is really big into discipling and i feel like a lot of people they take it as like a job where it's like oh my job is to make disciples so i'm gonna like and so like you you see it coming from a mile away where they're like they don't they're not necessarily trying to just to hang out with you to hang out they're trying to like recruit you to be their like disciple. Check a box too, like yeah, okay, <laughs> yeah, I did that. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. And so like my my wife, we moved here, and it was the same thing. And like without like people don't know, it's like she has a degree in theology. Like she went to she studied in seminary. Like she was a deacon at an old church. Like wow, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And so there was no no one like really took the time to talk to her. It was more of like I'm gonna mentor you and I'm gonna disciple you. And she was like. But one sec, like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And so I think that's the biggest thing. It's like for me, what that discipling really looks like is just being invested in person's life and like walking through them and just being there for whatever, not just like, all right, I'm going to teach you the Bible. And once you got it, then you're good, you know? Even as you're talking about it, though, I'm like legit talk, thinking about Jesus. You know what I'm saying? Because Jesus just literally, I mean, he, he called them out, you know, like, hey, follow me and then he mm-hmm. did life with them like you know they got to see him heal he they got to see him teach they got yeah. to they got to hear specific teachings obviously I feel, right yeah bro him. i feel like people try to overcomplicate it yeah you know what i'm saying people they try to like overcomplicate it so much to where it becomes this like i'm your teacher and this right. and it's like nah bro like just live life with me like i just need someone yeah. to like talk to and then it's like if you have advice like cool you know like the biggest people in my life were that like they were there for me you know and to this day i consider them my mentors and some like one of my closest friends let's go back to where you were though because you said um you were in a church that didn't really have discipleship so yeah going from there and then moving to a different church when was it, uh, did you have that moment where it was a personal thing with Jesus? What was that moment uh, like for you? I can't say I had that like, you know, like people like Almighty and other, they'll have this like moment where it's like this radically like everything changed and like every, and so for me, it was more of like a gradual thing because like, I just, like what I said in the beginning, I was I felt like I was just like numb to everything. Right. 
And I was like, yeah, God, whatever. Yeah, that's what he does. Like this, yeah, like he heals people, like, you know, limbs grow back, whatever. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. well, you're, you're, you're hearing me saying, you're like, what? Limbs growing back? Like, what? And I'm just like, yeah, whatever, you know. Right? And so, so for me, it was more of like God taking us time and just like loving on me and loving on me and just having people around me that cared about me to like, when I was in high school, I just felt like, and there was, there was, you know, we would do like the like the retreats, the youth retreats and the youth conferences to where it's like, yo, you f- I felt his presence, you know? Yeah. And it's where it's like, all right, bet, like this is this is it, you know? Um, yeah. And there's and there's always times, dude, that like I feel like reminded, you know, because when you're when you're when you're just when you're trying to make it in a career, especially like in just make it as a musician, right? Yeah. Like, you know, before I got married, I was living in California. About I was like I was about like forty five minutes away from L A, and just trying to make it right. And I remember I woke up one day I was just I don't know I was just angry I was just upset I don't know why I was just just wake up upset you know, and so I was like I was late for church and I'm like all right whatever let me just go go to church and I just you know the occasional the the, the normal thing to do is put on worship music I just put it on to put it on, and dude as I'm driving. One, I just started weeping. I just started crying out of nowhere. And I just felt the God, like I just felt God just giving, just felt like he was giving me a hug. And I clearly, he was like, I love you. Wow. Just literally like, I love you. And then like, I started dropping F-bombs because I was like, yo, what the, what, what is that? <laughs> and it, and I, and I, and this is going to sound super weird to people, but I f- literally like, I heard like it's okay. I effing love you, like it's it's good. Like I, I literally felt like someone was like, I fucking love you, bro. Like I love you. It don't matter. I fucking love you, and I was like, oh my god, I don't know what's happening, you know. And um, and it's crazy. And so, whatever people, I don't know. They might might talk crap about it, but that's that's what I heard. That's what I felt. Um, and to this day, like I will never forget that moment because yeah. it was literally a reminder of. Like, you know, it's like sometimes you like forget. Like, you know, you're still walking with the Lord, but you just forget. And it was like a reminder of like, remember that one time in high school that you felt like this? Like, I just remind you, like, I'm here and I love you and I'm always going to be here. You know what I'm saying? How, how crazy is it, though, that just those simple words, man, when it comes from Jesus, like that, I love you. Because it's, it's so common now on the, on the podcast, like right. that I'm interviewing people and their encounter with Jesus is literally him pulling up saying, I love you. And then they're broken down, you know, like how is, it's just interesting to me as I'm, I'm seeing the pattern um, of just how his, his embrace and his, I love you. Like how it's just different from like the world's I love you. Well, because you know what? I, I think what it is, is bro. Like, Love is hard to find, bro. It's true. Yeah. People like people search for love. Um, and especially now, bro, in today's world. And like there's a lot of people that come from brokenness and like come from brokenness and try to find love in that brokenness. And so like you literally like all you want is to hear those words. Like, like like honest, like you want, like you want. Those people, you want people to like mean those words. So when you feel that, 
from you know when you feel the Holy Spirit and you feel from who God, is like love. His, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, like the ultimate creator of all things, the creator of love, the creator of everything. When you feel that, you're just like it's just like this. You, you can't. It's unexplainable. That's why I was just like dropping f bombs because I didn't. I didn't know. I was just like, yo, what the, what the? And even then, and I'm like, yo, I'm cussing. This is crazy. But then even then, God was like, okay, like, and it's how I take it. God's like, this is how He communicates. Let me communicate the way I'm gonna He communicates. Meet you there. Yeah. I'm gonna meet you there. Whether people think it's wrong, it's like I'm gonna meet you there. So like, oh, it's okay. I effing love you, bro. Yeah. I love you. Just just stay here. And like that, I'm like, dang, like, you know, it's just like, it's, it's, I just, I'm just in awe. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I love the honesty because though you are putting it in a different, in your own personal experience, again, that's another pattern that I'm seeing where right. God is meeting you wherever you are and in, in whatever position you're in. He, and that's what Jesus did, right? Like, yeah. Jesus didn't, uh, Jesus literally, came into the world to our level to meet us where we are at. So that's literally right. what he does. And so like, is is beautiful. Um, right. You, we obviously started with like discipleship and you were talking about discipleship. And um, uh, I told you that one of the first times that I, I heard about you was through um, through Joseph, right? Through Don Rico. Right. And um, when I, I, I first started to notice your name and, and I started to see it in different places in different songs, uh, one of the immediate things that I thought about was that discipleship and something that the Lord put in my heart. And, and I'm, I wonder if, if, if you share in this and if he's revealed something to you um, that I believe that artists specifically need a special type of discipleship. And by special, I mean that um, people who are specifically focused on them, on artists, right? Because I believe we all go through struggles, but it can be very different from what right. a musician is going through through somebody who is not on that spotlight, right? And so what has God revealed to you when it comes to discipling artists? And I would love for you, even before going there, um, I would love for you to to give me that, um, you, you mentioned that music is not your ministry, but right. discipling is. Right. So let's start from there and then go as to what he's revealed to you of the importance of discipleship. Yeah, man. I think because I've been in this industry for a while, going on almost ten years, um, and even the, even before that, being a musician and just playing drums, playing music my whole life, um, started making beats in high school, all of that. Um, and so for me, what I've learned is like, dude, music is my passion. And it's a gift that God has given me. Um, and I can use it to, you know, spread God's love and, and his message. But I don't, for me, I don't think it's my ministry. Because if God takes music away, then that means my ministry, he took my ministry away. Does that make sense? It, so so when I when I look at it, I'm like, that doesn't make sense. You know, like, so if God says, I want, I want you to stop doing music. And you, as a as a man of God who follows Jesus and, and is going to listen to God, that's good. Then you're going to say, "Well, but music is my ministry." I was like, "Well, is it?" Mm. You know what I'm saying? So, like for me, the goal, the core, is make disciples, make God's name, Jesus' name, known in the world, 
and pay it forward, right? That's 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 it. So like that is what my label is about. That's what I'm about. And yes, like we make music with a godly heart. We make sure that our music is biblically sound, even though some people might not agree. <laughs> but we we try to make sure that everything we put out, it's like we're good with. We've prayed on this. We've gotten counseled by everyone. Um and yeah, man, like I think I think my 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 ministry is this. My ministry is the one-on-ones with people. My ministry is my son, having a, a an amazing relationship with my son, with my wife, with you know, with the people that I interact with. You know what I'm saying? Like being just a man of God, walking with you know, being walking like a man of God of what it is yeah. to to do that. Um, do business right. You know what I'm saying? There's so many people who are in the music, you have a music ministry, but then like they're terrible at at business, or you know they'll they'll try to do business with someone and they'll jip them. You know, I just I literally we literally just got out of a situation of that where someone uh, in the music industry had this other artist whose part who had collaborated wrote a whole song and then they only wanted to literally wrote the whole song only wanted to give them a fraction of percentage and they were like no this is what we're doing and we're like no a worker is worth his wages right that's that's biblical that's in the bible and you're talking you're talking about dealing with christian we're talking about christian in the industry won multiple double awards like yeah on top of the line and they're like no this is what we're doing we'll raise you up this much but that's it you know and then we're like dang man like what how <laughs> you know <laughs> and how so do you, how do you take that bro like you know because it's easy for somebody to uh take that and then be bitter and then yeah. and then even be turned away from you know yeah. from god sometimes yeah man for a long so for a long time I was bitter. I long I remember, dude. I was I was touring with this artist. His name was Dominic Bally. Um, he does uh, like reggae. It was like reggae, reggae pop, rock type stuff. Yeah. Um, and I was touring with him. I was playing drums for him. And so we would always just just talk trash on the Christian industry and and you know on on the Winter Jam tours and this and that and like. You know, Christian musicians, worship musicians aren't real musicians, and da 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 da. And the funny part is that when I started, I I got married, I left that gig, and I started touring with Andy Minio, and that whole experience was literally like, in a funny way, God making me eat my words, because I leave that gig, and then I just fully just get immersed in the Christian industry, like doing the winter jams, playing at the biggest, you know, conferences. And it's, and I'm looking, I'm like, yo, this is super legit. This is super yeah. professional. And I'm like, <laughs> and then my background, I'm like, oh, I, I just see God. I was like, uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. What, what were you saying a couple years yeah. back? Uh, and even, even then, uh, bro, I remember talking so much crap about the devil. It's like, oh, the devil wars. That's, that doesn't mean anything. Da, 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 da. And then I'm like, I got two. And I'm just like, oh my God. And so it was just like God was just like, just humbling me. Like every, it's wow. literally like yeah. every time I was on the road, it was just like just me getting humbled and humbled and humbled. I would trash so hard and I would complain about CHH and and I and then I just 
like felt like God giving me like a stern talk to of like, yo, you talk all this crap. But then again, like all of your income is coming from this music. So like, what are you doing? Like, you're, it's like, it's like a spit in the face to me while you're making a living off paying your bills off this music. But then you like trash all these artists and talk all this stuff and talk behind people's backs and, and say, and say, oh, this person's no good. Don't ever work with them because he didn't, he didn't pay me that one time. So I felt guys like, what are you doing? You have all these complaints. What are you doing? If you if you're really upset with something, and you and you feel so strong about it, change it. What are you What are you doing? Mm. You know what I'm saying? I like that. <laughs> and so that's what that's uh, that was like the switch. That's where I was like, all right, like we're gonna do things different, you know. Mm. And 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 then from there, that's where that's when I got new management. Um, shout out to Doc Watson. Uh, my manager, mm. also um, CEO of RMG, co-CEO of RMG Music, mm. um, and so from there, and that, and that he's, I feel like he's another mentor to me, um, and he kind of just taught me the game of like, yo, this is how you do it. This is how you build a, a label without screwing people over. Mm. And then it came to the time I wasn't even gonna start a label at all. It was Doc was he's like, yo, you need to start a label. Wow, and I was like. What he's and I was like, nah, nah, nah. Like I don't want to start a Dang. label. I think let's just like, why don't you just do like a RMG Latino and I'll just like, you know, I'll just like develop your artist. He's like, no, 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 no. You're good wow. at this. You, you're gonna start a label. Um, and I was scared for for the longest. I was really scared to where I was just like, yeah, I'm just gonna just gonna do it, you know. And so um, I think for me now, it's like, all right, let's do this. Let's do it in a different right. way. Let's do it right. Let's like ha- actually have these kids like eat off their music mm-hmm. to where the label isn't taking all of their publishing and only giving them, you know, 15, 20%, you know, like really being fair and like having like, yo, a work, like literally living by a worker's worth his wages. Yeah. You know, you put in this work. I'm not going to take this from you because you did this. I'm, I am going to take my percentage of what I invested and what I did because that's fair. But what you did, if you if you wrote all the lyrics and all that stuff, I'm not taking a percentage of that because that's right. your work. Right. Um, and so now looking that, now that I got that, you know, that out of the way, now we could just focus on the art and focus on like, you know, and I, and the, and, and the art is the, I feel like it's the door into their lives, right? That's where you get into, because the music, I feel like the music is the reflection of, of what they're living. And so I, it never fails, bro. When it's always like, yo, I can't do this or I'm just having a hard time. Or I feel like, you know, I got writer's block or I'm not really feeling spray. I was like, well, what's going on? What's going on in your life? And it never fails. It's always like, oh, you know, I'm dealing with this and this and this and this. And then that's that's where like I feel like the real discipling starts. That's that's where the discipling happens, where it's like you start getting into their lives and start living lives and and, and getting personal. Um and and then you just start living life with them and you just talk to them and you just like, yo, like the music is secondary, bro. Like it's art and what's it's what we love. And yeah, we're trying to make careers out of it, but as long as what matters is that we're okay 
that you're okay. You, as your soul, as your your mental, like your mental health, you are okay. And you're taking that to God, and you're not keeping that trapped inside. There's so many people that like keep it trapped inside, and then, yep. and then, and then you just see them go crazy. You see it all the time, you know. Um, instead of having like people who are in their lives where like they can vent and say, "Yo, I'm having problems with this." So like going back to the whole beginning of this question, I was like, "Yeah, like having people, specific people in that industry that you're in." helps a lot for any industry whatever is whether it's music or wherever they live it's like it's always good to have because then you can bounce experience off each other you know you could say it's like oh you know what i had that you know happen to me once and this is how i dealt with it i probably dealt with it in a wrong way so i'm telling you like let's talk about it and let's try to go out in a different situation like because that's i feel like that's what discipling is discipling isn't I have all the right answers. For me, it's like I failed when this happened. And so now it's happening to you. Let's let's think about it in another way. And let's try to like see how we can go without doing what I did. Right? Because I yeah. feel like that's what that's what wisdom is. Wisdom is is like I can't tell you what the right thing to do is, but I I know for a fact I did the wrong thing. So let's not do the wrong thing. Let's go to God. And figure out what the right thing is, right? Yeah, and let's see what Jesus would do, right? Like, I think yeah. ultimately that, because, I mean, that's the whole reason, too, that he came down, is to give us that example, right? Absolutely. Yeah, man, that's so powerful. I'm I'm super excited, bro, to, to you know, just to hear your heart behind it and, and to see that God is using you to be able to represent him in the music industry the way that it's supposed to be, right? It's, it's beautiful, and I think it is going to, um, uh, cause a domino effect where, you know, people are going to begin to see your formula and say, okay, we need to do what Cardiac does, you know? Right. We, and, and I think it's going to be seen in the fruits too, right? Because if you are walking with Jesus, if you are, you know, going to him in first and trying to figure out what he would do and discipling your artist the right way, you know, being an example, I think God honors that, you know, like right. God will honor that. And there is fruits that come with that. You know, you reap what you sow, right? And so I am extremely excited, bro. Have you have you had any conversations with like even Almighty? Because I know you've worked with him and he's one of those people who kind of like, yeah, man, look, man, I, <laughs> yeah, man, I love Almighty. Yeah. And he's a genius, bro. He is a genius. He is he, a musical, even the stuff, because I'm, I'm still, so I'm not as in, I'm not as deep in his life as I would like to be. Sure. You know, because like, you can't, you can't insert yourself in someone's life. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. so I try, I, I try to, and I, and I don't talk to him as much as I would. Um, but he does hit me up and, you know, and it's when he hits me up, it's more about music. It's never like personal stuff. So I try to hit him up and I try to like kind of segue, you know, yeah. but dude, the stuff that he sends me, I'm just like, yo, this is crazy. Like he sent me a song like, uh, I don't know, like a couple weeks ago or a month ago. And I was just like, yo, like, it's insane, you know. Like good or but, bad? No, it was. It no, it was. It was amazing. It, it was, was like, mm. oh, bro, like from down to the production to like 
to how he did. He he basically like flipped uh, a like a Latino hip hop classic in his own way and used that same flow of that rapper in his own like in his in how he does it. And you're just like, yo, you know? Yeah, it was just insane. And so, man, I at, at and then at that point because I'm not as close to him. At that point, you just you just have to pray, and you know, yeah. and so I shoot him a text here and there, you know, always like, "Yo, praying for you, bro. You need anything?" Um, and sometimes he's just like, "I need a beef," because I'm 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 gonna diss Bad Bunny, and I'm like, "Oh, I don't know," <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, and he was like, "It's okay. I like I like this beat that you sent me two months ago, and I'm gonna use it anyway." And I'm like, "All right, well." Whatever, man. That's, yeah, that's, no, I, I think <laughs> Almighty. Um, when I first came to to Jesus, and and he was around the same time when he like gave up his life to Jesus. Yeah, bro. And um, and I saw the transition, and but man, I was um, uh, just listening to some of the even the early records that he was putting out, like the Christian trap, and it was just like, man, it was just so much filled with like a uh, Bible. And but like in his way, where it was just so. It was like, the rawness. It was it was raw. off, it was the authentic uh, authenticity ah. of it, and that's why I try, dude. I try to explain this to people, and it's just especially when they've been in church for so long, it's so hard. They're just like no, like they bro. They, like they tell don't me get it. Well, they they'll just say like oh, there's no message in this. It's too empty. There's no. It's no. It's not filled with like Tommy's music. I'll, I'll send out every time we, we make a new record. I always send it to people just to get a vibe because I think and the reason why I do that is because it would be unwise for me just to think everything that we do is dope. True. Because as an artist, you're going to love everything that you make. Right, you're just, you're just gonna love it because you made it. You you feel proud of that, and you're like, man, I spent my time and my effort, and I made this, and I'm proud of this, and I love this. But then there's also there might be areas that are like, well, oh, but this is messed up, and this is messed up that you might not see because you're in love with it. So I always send it to people to like, yo, what do you think? Let me go like your thoughts, and I'll send it to engineers, I'll send it to other rappers, I'll send it to other producers. And just to get your thoughts and opinions, right? And so I'll send it to rappers and specifically rappers that are more, you know, are older and are just, you know, Bible on a beat kind of a thing. And the biggest is like, yo, this is dope, but there's not much like message here. Mm. And I'm just, and so that stuff, I take it, I, I take it with a grain of salt because for me, it's like, well, yeah, if you're selling it or not selling it, but pushing it to a crowd of believers that been uh, in the faith for plus 10 years, sure. But we're not reaching those people because those people have already been, re been reached and they're walking with the Lord and they're doing great. So why would I want to, you know, like if, if our calling is reach the lost... Yeah. We're going to do that. Now, I'm fully like, if God has told you like, yo, God told me to make theological music to strengthen the body. Absolutely. Feel we pain. need that. 
Mm-hmm. We need that. We need the flames. We need the KBs. We need the, you know, we, we the ambassadors, the truths. We need that, you know? And then, you know, and then it's like, well, there's there's people that are places that are just pure entertainment for the yeah. church, right? Where it's like, it's Christian, but it's not necessarily uh, rich with biblical content, but it's just good Christian content. Good it's just for good all music. These, it's just good music, and that's okay too, right? You know what I'm saying? And then there's and so like I think where people get, um, I think where they confuse is that only this is the right way yeah. to make Christian content, right? Where it's like, oh, you do Christian hip hop, okay? Well, you didn't. You're you're obviously you're not versed in theology, so that's not this. This ain't it. You got to get better. You know, you got you to gotta give me your 12-point the, theological points on the book of Isaiah so you can... And it's like, what? I don't... I just, I just like... I'm just a rapper. I just want to rap, yeah. you know? And so I think there needs to be more unity in that. Um, and going back, and so like going back to the, your question, I think the reason why you're like, we're like, yo, the mighty was dope. Is because it's not being corny. It's the fact that he's finding this. You know, he's finding God. He's finding this this content, which is the Bible, this new literature that's like pouring into his life. And the only way he knows how to do it is how he's done it for all his life, and that's beautiful. So but like, also, but also like, like when he came out with like Arpa, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like that joke, yeah. crazy. Smacked. Um, the one that you produced too. What is it called? Uh, that was uh, Filipense. Filipense. Uno say yeah. Crazy, right? Mujere de miedo. Yep. But but then I, I man the, then but then also like right now. It's I to me, bro. I'm gonna keep it a buck. I'm gonna keep it a stack. To me, it's principalities, man. Everything is coming against this man. Like, right. it's Puerto Rico is known for witchcraft. Lat- Latino America, period, is known for yeah. witchcraft. If the if the devil knows that you're making music that is gonna impact people like me, like people who are like right there on the edge, right? Like what yeah. you're saying, he's gonna come against that. And I I believe in my personal viewpoint, like I believe he's under a lot of attack, a yeah. lot of attack. And and I think and I, it goes back to discipling, bro. Exactly, it goes back to discipling when you don't have people who get you understand you not only right. i'm not just talking about like you can't you can't be almighty and then go to a pastor who's just like straight up conservative pentecostal right that's against hip-hop and learn from that right you know what i'm saying and so that and that and in puerto rico if there's a lot of like legalistic mm, yeah. you know in the church that's 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 just what it is and so it saddens me because there's no one like really pouring into him. There's just a lot of people of like saying what's wrong with Almighty, but not going to him and say, "Yo, we know what's wrong. Mm. How are you? How how can I help you? Yeah, let, let me just hear you out." And I think, 
I think that's that's like the loose screw. That's the, like the missing link is that you have everyone telling you what's wrong. Even even the even excuse me, even the Christian rappers who are like his friends I don't they're acknowledging what's wrong, but then instead of just saying, yo, like what's going on? Like just let me let me just live life with you. They're saying, yo, you got yo, you wilding out. You gotta get better right. and you gotta die. And of course, when you're like people don't like hearing that you're wrong, that you're doing wrong. Automatically you'll be like, Well, forget you. I know that I had a counter because that's where he's at. I have a counter Christ. Christ is in me, and I know God. And I know he's real, and he's just trying to figure out what is true. And so for him, it was like, because I do every day, every day I'm listening to whatever's happening with him. Yeah, and it's and he's literally like, this is who I am. This is I don't think this was wrong. I'm reading the Bible, and I don't see anything that this is wrong. But then there's no one there's, there's no one in his life saying like, okay, cool, let's 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 go to the scriptures and be like, okay, technically this isn't wrong, but do you see what you're doing with this and and breaking it down, and I, he just doesn't have that person in his life, you know, and that that person needs to be someone that's like in Puerto Rico with him every day, like living life with him, um, and it's just a lack. I just see it as a lack of discipleship bro and that's and that's for me that's why it's so important that's why all my artists it's like it's a family bro it's not a label it's discipling it's it's living life with them man regardless of what they're going through like the music is gonna come and go you know that's that'll always stay here you know almighty can leave he did that he was he was silent for like a year you know, and came back and it was like, oh, Almighty's back. Almighty's back. And there were everyone was in his corner. But then they're like, oh, wait, there's still something wrong. You know what I'm saying? But in, but then, but they just stay there. Something's wrong. Something's wrong. Something's wrong. We know something is wrong. What are we doing to help? The same thing, something wrong is in the Christian industry. What are we doing to change that? No one wants to make the change. They just want to acknowledge and complain. Oh, this guy is is walling out, and then okay, what are you gonna do about it? Right. What are we doing? Like, are we actually mm. gonna make a change, or are we just gonna sit here and complain? Because it's easy to complain. People love complaining, but what are you doing? What are you like? Are you praying for these people? Are you like writing something to them? Are you sending them a message? Are you what are you, something? Something because if you just keep complaining, I guarantee you. It's not going to change. I If I have a dirty pile of dishes and I just keep complaining about the dishes, the dishes are still going to be there dirty. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it'll pile so, up, you know? Like, I think even with that, like, with using our mouth, you know? Like, if we're yeah. just using it to 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 speak bad, to speak, uh, you know, to complain, to, to curse, then we're right. just literally amplifying that. You know what I mean? And he's going to get worse because he's, he's going to feel, worse, yeah. he's going to get defensive and he's going to even wild out even more because that's, right. that's my nature. My nature is to, um, is just to like, yo, when someone calls me out and says, you're doing this, this is not right. Da-da-da. My first instinct, my first reaction is to be like, 
I bet. Well, I'm going to do it even more to yeah. piss you off because, you know what I'm saying? And that's fully like carnal. Yeah. That's that's straight in the flesh, but that is my first reaction. Because there's a lot of times where I want to react. Yeah. Right? There's a lot of times where I just want to like just clap back hard. But as a man of God and wanting to love on people, I don't. I sit back, I take a second and be like, no, that's gonna be really bad if I say this. Right? <laughs> even 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 in my marriage, there's something you know, those something happen, and then I just you know it'll make me mad, and I'll be like, want to say something slick, but I'm like, mm, I want to sleep in my bed tonight. Yeah, I don't, don't want to be in the bed. <laughs> like I don't, I don't want to sleep outside in the yeah. dirt. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Get humbled real quick. <laughs> right. So I, I think, I think the biggest thing, man, and it's just discipleship, bro. It's and it's just lack of discipleship, and it's so easy, to, and it's so easy to to say that. But man, finding that person to really live life and 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 that's gonna let you in as well, you know. It's hard, man. But the 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 biggest thing that we could do is just pray, you know, just pray for him. Well, I I, I love I love that in itself because that's where I was gonna take it back to that that you know you said with with Almighty you, I just pray for him, you know. If I'm not getting that in from him. And I'm just gonna pray for him. And and I was just thinking about, you know, how so many times, and I'm guilty of this. So many times, we think about the person and we think about what they're going through. Right. And we even think about the wrongs. You know, like man, I could be doing this better. And then we continue on with our life, and we don't take time to pray for them. You know what right. I'm saying? And so, if you don't mind, bro, I actually want to take a quick time right now. And I just want to pray for Almighty, because yeah. um, I do believe that he is someone that the Lord, like, man, he he is an incredible, incredible uh, person who who really has something special. Like, the Lord has put something special in him. And uh, usually when I'm seeing people online talk about him, it's usually coming down on him. And obviously, we're not justifying also like some of the acts that he may be doing that are not biblically sound, right? But the fact of the matter is that we're all going through stuff, you know, we all have problems. And uh, it's just, for some of us, it's not on the spotlight. It's not It's not out there. And so I just want to say a quick prayer right now for Almighty. Absolutely. And then um, we'll close out. So, Father, we just thank you, Lord, for, for Almighty, for Alejandro. We pray, Lord, that you would break... Um, any any feeling of depression that is over his life, that you would break any feeling of anxiety, I pray, Father, that you would bless him, that you would fill him, that you would continue to fill him with your Holy Spirit, with your peace, with your joy. I pray, Father, that you would guide him through uh, through this crazy um, life, and, and I pray that you would surround him with good people that would Amen. be willing to disciple him, that would be willing to walk with him, um, and to be an example of uh, uh, of you, Jesus, you know? Uh, we're following you, and we need people around us that represent you, and that are also walking with you, Father. So we just ask that um, you would surround him with those people, and that you would help him in these times. And we ask for all of this in Jesus' holy name. Amen. Oh, Amen, man. Amen. My brother, thank you so much for coming on, bro. Any last words, man? Anything that may you may have in your heart, in your mind, whatever you have, uh, what can you say? The disciple, mentor, 
invest into you, the, this younger generation um, in whatever it is, whether it's music, art, or whatever. Like, I I always I always feel like the whatever they're into that is the the way in. That's the door, right? So like, music is the door. Art is the door. You know. Video videos, games. Tech, yeah, all of that. It, that is the door. But I feel like God has given us the the opportunities to like, yo, like let's just take this and let's invest into this, the younger, younger generation, um, and let's just and pay it forward. You know, like teach them how to pay it forward. So I feel like a lot of times it's they they just like, okay, cool. I learn. I know about Jesus now. Bet. You know what I'm saying? It's, and then it's like, it just stays there and it doesn't, you know? And um, I would just say that, man. Just like, let's just continue to walk, you know, like men and women of God um, and spread love and grace. Um, but let's mentor people. Let's, let's, uh, let's disciple them. Let's, let's, um, this is stop complaining about what's bad and just, do something, right? You know, I feel like there's a lot of complaining and not enough doing. You know, everyone's complaining. It's like, ah, Jesus, just come back, just come back. It was like, well, he come, he not, he hasn't come back because obviously there's still people that don't haven't heard his name. So, what are you doing? Stop. What are we doing? Like, what are we doing? Like, you you I hear in Sunday morning with your little coffee drink, you know, watching your 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 pastor and you're over here just like oh man the world sucks and uh, you know whatever <laughs> what are you doing you know yeah, uh but yeah there. definitely got to get up there and um on the flip side you know now going back to the music side like um i'm excited about what the label's doing uh what we're doing what guys doing with the label it's about to be a lot of New music coming out. A lot hey, you gonna have to drop that uh that 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 uh that salsa record, my brother. Oh yeah 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 yeah. You got it. Yeah, don't, don't think I forgot. About that. <laughs> <laughs> that's coming. That's coming. Uh yeah, that's coming out. It's it's gonna be dope. Um yeah, a lot of new music from Tommy. Um a lot of music from Don Rifko. I in the middle of signing a new artist. I feel like it's gonna change the game. It's gonna be amazing, and so uh, yeah, man. A lot of new music from the label. A lot of new music um, that I'm working with artists, and um, it's good. I feel good. It's gonna be good. Awesome, man. Thank you so much, bro. For anybody who's tuning in, whether you're tuning in from Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube, you can catch uh, in the description below. You can see all the links needed to be able to see what Cardic is doing, to see what the label No Apologies is doing. I highly recommend that you guys check them out. I'm personally, personally a fan of uh, Don Rivko. I'm, I'm personally a fan of Tommy Royale. There, to me, are some of the go-to artists that I go uh, to to go to get some really good music, and that is coming from spirit-filled young uh, Christians, which is beautiful, beautiful, beautiful to see. So I encourage you guys to support it um, and to just go see what they're going on because what they're doing because is really, really beautiful, and I believe is going to change the game and and just cause a domino effect. So uh, I encourage you to check them out. Thank you so much for everybody that's tuning in. Uh, we'll be back next week with another episode. Appreciate you guys. Peace.